Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Welcome. The Casamigos Big Shot of the Night is brought to you by Casamigos Tequila. Casamigos Tequila is brought to you by those who drink it. Tonight's Casamigos Big Shot of the Night has to go to number 30 on the New York Knicks, Julius Randle. Just when you start thinking about, we got to trade him. I can't stand Julius Randle. Get him up out of here. He's a bum. Just just chill. Just, just relax. The season just started. That's your man's. That's your guy. And tonight, Julius Randle played probably his best game of the season. 29 points. 10 rebounds, 8 assists, almost gave you a triple-double. Shot 50%, hitting 12 out of 24, 60% from deep 3 out of 5. And you know what? When you look at the Knicks right now, without RJ, you need Julius to be playing like this. And they're 4-1 and one in their last 5 games. And Julius Randle in those last 5 games? 29 points, 10 rebounds, 8 assists tonight, 25 points, Nine rebounds, five assists in the last one. Two before that, 23 points, five rebounds, five assists. Before that, 23 points, 16 rebounds, five assists. 27 points, 10 rebounds, three assists. Julius Randle is giving you over 20 points and plenty of rebounds and even dishing the rock. Your Casamigos big shot of the night goes to the big shot, Mr. Big Shot himself on the Knicks shirt off shorty. I think he gave his jersey to Lil Boozy. <laughs> Boozy Badass was in the crowd down there in Atlanta where all the rappers go watch basketball. I saw Quavo in there too. Julius Randle, Casamigos, big shot of the night. 877-337, a six of six. And two more sixes. Here come the Knicks fans. Joe is in Westwood, New Jersey. Joe, you're on the fan. Hey, Keith. How you doing tonight, man? I'm good. Rolling. Having a good one tonight. Five-hour show. Blessed to be here. How are you? Great, dude. Great. Uh, after watching this Knicks game tonight, first off, man, I'm not worried about Randall in the regular season. I'm worried about Randall in the postseason. He does his thing in the regular season. But what I like, man, this year, I think they got a squad, dude, like an actual team. When they got Brunson, Hart, and uh, DiVincenzo on. By the way, DiVincenzo was an awesome pickup. I love that pickup. When them, three on, yeah, when them three on the, the floor together – Plus Mitchell Robinson and, you know, Julius, that, they, like, can't be stopped. I was watching, you know, them three just have chemistry and, and the ball not stop moving. 
And we have not seen that with the Knicks in years. The ball keeps moving. No isolation. So, yeah, man, I think they truly have a team this year. I think Tibbs, you know, got them on the right path. So I'm excited, man. I'm excited. You should be. Use the key word, chemistry. Thanks for the call, Joe. It's another year of building on their chemistry. It's another year of pretty much the same guys. Obi got out of here. You bring in DiVincenzo, right? It's another year of cohesion under the same coach. Same guys. These guys know each other. You know, I, I wasn't much of a basketball player. I wish I was better. But I did play a lot of, you know, street ball. And, you know, when you hoop and you play street ball, you want to go to the court and run with, with guys that you're used to running with. You know, summer of 2014, I played right down here um, in Tribeca. I forget this court over here. It's by the turf field. And it's not too far from, like, the Freedom Tower. And we ran... With the same team, like four on four, five on five, if we could do it. And we didn't lose much because we knew who the rebounders were. We knew who the ball handers, hand, handlers were. We knew who the shooters were. We knew who not. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's street ball. The Knicks know their roles. They know the chemistry of the team. They know where who is supposed to be and what. And, uh, you know, it's a deeper chemistry now when you mention a Dante DiVincenzo, a Josh Hart, a Jalen Brunson who played together in college, adding that to this Knicks team under direction of their coach, Julius Randle, IQ stepping up in the absence of RJ. They need RJ back. RJ was looking good. Mitchell Robinson has been looking good. The Knicks, as a unit tonight, they hit their free throws tonight, 90.9. Well, they only shot 11 free throws, but they hit 10 out of the 11. From three-point range, they shot 47%. They hit 16 three-pointers to the Hawks' 12 and they go in Atlanta and they get a win. It it looked a little bit, uh, you know, sketchy at the end. Like they might blow it at the end, but a win is a win. You you forget about that. The Knicks are a game over five hundred right now at six and five. And I know it's early in the season. You know, like don't screenshot the standings on November fifteenth. But they're sixth place in the East. And if the season ended today, <laughs> Chris is in Syracuse. Chris, you're on the fan. Go for it. Hey, thanks for taking my call, Keith. Big fan. Uh, yeah, big uh, Knicks win. And, you know, I want to disagree with the caller before. You know, Mitchell just needs to keep doing what he's been doing, man. You know, his defense, his presence down there, his effort. You know, he had a play tonight where he was falling out of bounds, saved it, and we got a three off of it. Man, that, 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 that dude's playing with so much heart this year. And he just needs to be doing exactly what he's been right. doing. Right. He, he knows his role. It seems like fans want him to be more of a scorer. Even I think I saw a couple of weeks ago his trainer was like talking, you know, the night he had zero was talking about like how he doesn't get to score the ball. But you know what? He knows his role. He knows what he's doing. And the night that, that Wemby came to the garden and Wembanyama was making his debut, he locked yep. it on him and shut him down. So I don't think Mitch Robb is out there like, oh, I want to be the leading scorer. He knows what he has to do for the team. He knows his role, and honestly, and also too, I forget his, the the commentator there was awesome. I apologize. I, I don't know him too well. He Gus was Johnson? awesome. Yeah, I, I know I've heard him. You've heard him do college football. Dante, the big ragu calling uh, Josh Hart the Lionheart. Man, I he wish was, I could have listened to the game. I he had was to work. so good. Wally is so underrated as a commentator. You know, so ha- having those two step up, I mean, that that was that was really fun to listen to. But this big team is just, man, it. It's so they're so likable. They're just so good, good character guys. They play hard, and that's that's all you want, man. So uh, really quick, so I want to add in. I know you're talking about. I'm a big Jets fan too. Uh, you know, we're talking about uh, uh, hard knocks with uh, with Hackett. 
You know, I don't know if you remember, he was talking a lot about when we score, I want to see everybody get together. I want to see everybody, you know, <laughs> join in. Yeah. Celebrate no, with your teammates. Yep. Well, he forgot Party to mention, you know, if end zone. we score, everybody can get together. So, you know, we need to win this week. And I'm up in Syracuse. There's a lot of Buffalo fans that are crying this week. It's hilarious. Uh, but Jets fans, we're hurting just as much. So, let's see. Let's have a, let's have a big win. And great talking to you, Keith. Thanks for the call, Chris. Yeah. I mean, go back and watch Hard Knocks on HBO Max. What a facade. What, what we thought, man. What we thought. Hard Knocks was all the Aaron Rodgers show. And Nathaniel Hackett, they made Nathaniel Hackett look very likable. And I'm sure he's a likable guy. I don't know him personally. I just don't think he's a good offensive coordinator. I don't think he's willing to adapt. I don't think he can adapt. He's only good with Aaron Rodgers. He wasn't good with Russell Wilson. And he ain't good with Russell's cousin, cousin Zach Wilson. <laughs> Sharif on Staten Island, you're on the fan. Go for it. Hey, what's going on? Uh, I, you know, I think the Jets should do a max max protection with two tight ends. Wilson as a lonely wide receiver. You have Hall and Cook in the backfield. You do either split or I formation. And you have Wilson underneath the center. You have him either hand off the ball straight to one of them, one or the other. You can either do a play action. You could do a screen to the running back. You can do a screen to the tight end. You can have Wilson in motion. You can have a screen to Wilson. You can have him go deep. You can have him go skinny post. You can go drag route. I don't know why. I mean, if if I could think of just that alone, why can't somebody that's getting paid millions of dollars come up with the same concept? You got no offensive line, so. You would think that one will relieve the offensive line because you'll have what eight eight guys in the middle. You have two running backs that could break break it if you let them let loose, and then you got one wide receiver. If he makes one cut, he's gone. Yeah, in in theory, thanks for the call, Sharif. We've seen this though, like, I, and I I keep hearing these calls to WFAN on what their offense should be and what they should do. These are the pros. These are the NFL guys. They know. They know every formation. They know every play. But they get stuck in their own game plans and their own ways. We've seen the Jets run three tight ends. Sharif is saying we should go uh, uh, two tight ends, two running backs, one receiver, 22 personnel, (laughs) and, and do what? Ground and pound? Okay, you're already facing defenses where they're loading up the box because they're not afraid of Zach Wilson picking them apart. And in theory, you just got to run a post. It doesn't work like that. You got to run the post and throw the ball and complete it. In theory, Brees Hall is going to break one. Dalvin Cook's going to break. Dalvin Cook hasn't broken one all season. He's going to break one now with Brees Hall in the backfield. They're going to load up on you. That's the other thing that we are forgetting when we talk about this. The, the the other team, they watch film too. They have a defense too. They have millionaires playing playing on defense as well. When uh, they played the Chiefs, I forget that linebacker they asked. <laughs> they asked, what do you see when you see the Jets offense? He laughed. It's uh, a team that want to run the ball. <laughs> yeah, they want to run the ball. But they can't run the ball. They've had injuries on their offensive line. They're they're relying on Makai Becton, who didn't play for two years. Now he's out there telling people he's elite. Slow your roll, play it. You're you're a big dude. I don't know if we can say you're an elite offensive lineman. But I like the confidence, I guess. 
all things considered, you got to be confident right now. 877-337-6666. I think the Jets can go up there and beat the Bills. The Bills don't impress me. I've been talking down on the Bills for two years. I've been talking down on Josh Allen, the turnover machine, for two years. They've had injuries. They're missing some of their top players. And they have turmoil, right? Stephon Diggs is not feeling it up there. Stephon Diggs' brother Trayvon Diggs is hurt out for the season. Talking about we got to get 14 up out of there. Josh Allen's in in disarray. (gasps) 12 men on the field. Sean McDermott knows his job's pretty much done, gone. They're 500 right now. They lost to the Jets once. They lost to the Jets last year. It seems like the Jets figure out how to beat the Bills. I think they match up well against them. But, man, you got to find a way to score touchdowns. Throw the ball into the end zone. What do you have to lose? Throw it deep, man. Take a chance. You don't have that many chances left. So for Tyler Conklin to come out there and say people are acting like it's the end of the world. No, we're not. We're acting like we it's deja vu. We saw this movie last year. And it ends with you losing a third game in a row, and then your playoff chances are actually shot. You lose a fourth game in a row, then we're talking about what is Aaron Rodgers coming back for? Why did he do this whole charade all year every Tuesday on McAfee, talking about his rehab and how great it's going? Showing up pregame, yeah, all eyes on me. I'm going to go out there. I'm going to throw the ball 50 yards. Look at me. I'm Aaron Rodgers. I've got some weird magic potion in a box that I'm going to drop. And it's going to spill on the ground. What was that? Did anybody ever uncover what that was? I saw that video go viral. I was like, that's, what is that? Kind of, kind of weird. But yeah, 877-337-6666. Let's see if I didn't hit everything from my notes. We talked Yamamoto. We talked Yankees with Brian Hoke earlier. You might have missed that. Anything you missed, you can rewind in the free Odyssey app. And every hour of this show goes to podcasts. If you search my name on Odyssey under podcast, if you search my name on Apple under podcast, it all goes there. So we talked Yankees. We talked Yamamoto. We talked Juan Soto, John Carlos Stan. We talked Giants. We talked about Daniel Jones, Dable, Shane, and it's a tank. It's a sleeveless. It's an A shirt. It's a tank. Javante Tank Davis. Whatever they tell you about Tommy DeVito and who they're playing and these guys getting hurt and them being frustrated right now, they know it's in their best interest to lose all the games. But you can't just say that. And players are too competitive to do that. And players are playing for their careers and their livelihoods. And they're not just playing for the name on the front of the jersey. They're playing for the name on the back of the jersey. So. The Commanders. The Commanders are looking for payback. You already beat them once. We talked Knicks. And, uh, you know, I wish I could have heard Gus Johnson. He does such a great job calling college football. I'm sure you guys all heard about the Mark Jackson story. I don't think we really hit on that. Mark Jackson was dismissed from his job at MSG, and they banned him from the team playing. MSG Networks planned on having Jackson occasionally fill in for Clyde Frazier this season, but Knicks management, led by team president Leon Rose, put a kibosh on the arrangement, in part due to an old quarrel with Jackson and an assistant coach. It gets deeper. It gets deeper. I'm lining up my calls as the calls are coming in. I see y'all. Yankees, Jets seem to be the conversation on the calls, but this is my last hour, so I'm bringing it around. So, yeah, there was some bad blood with the Knicks assistant, Darren Ehrman. Mark Jackson won't call the games. 
when he was a Warriors coach, he had uh, an assistant, Ermin Fire, fired in 2014 for taping conversations. I feel like that happens all the time in the in the NBA. It wasn't OB on tape. Jackson was Jackson never got another opportunity to coach, while Ermin has coached for the Celtics, Pelicans, and now the Knicks. After the messy situation in Golden State, blah, 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 Jackson went public about it. And, yeah, he's not going to get the opportunity. Man, Mark Jackson... He's had a rough go at it, boy. We talked a little bit about Deshaun Watson with Jordan Schultz. I wish him no luck. If you've heard me talk about the masseuse madman last year, I thought it was insane that the Browns thought they were really doing something. Two years ago now, I believe, giving this guy a guaranteed contract. I said, you know, it's just bad karma to follow that. You know, this is a guy that had 22, 23 uh, pending Lawsuits against him, allegations of inappropriate conduct, basically forcing women that were, you know, employed to be a massage therapist to do things that they didn't want to do. What a scumbag. And I said, I, you know, I, I don't wish injury on anybody, but I, I'm like, I hope he sucks. I hope the Browns are terrible. And they have an all-world defense, similar to the Jets. When they play the Jets, that game might be a 0-0 tie in overtime. But Deshaun Watson is done this year. And he doesn't care. He's laughing straight to the bank. $92 million for 11 NFL games. It just makes you think about the money that these guys. Like, this guy is a complete dirtbag, scum of the earth. And he's got $100,000 or $100 million and hasn't done anything for the Browns that, you know, basically gave him that. 877-337-6666. We got plenty more to do, plenty more to talk about. I can feel the rest of this time. This time's going to smoke by. Call me up. We'll be right back. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Trick responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. And here we go. Still a little more to do. I can add to the show. Keep McPherson on the fan. Another five-hour KM to AM. Thank you for tuning in on the free Odyssey app or 1019 FM or maybe 660 AM. Dial 877-337-6666. 
to be in this last uh, 30 minutes of the show. I got a couple things I want to add and talk about, and then we'll get right back to the phones. So I was thinking about this Jets-Bills game and the Monday night football game we just saw, and James Cook with two fumbles, and uh, Latavius Murray, old man Murray, getting touches. The Bills did sign Leonard Fournette a couple weeks ago. And there were some rumblings that he might be active for week 10. I would assume he's ready to go to be active this week. I'm trying to find something on it, but I don't think it's come out yet. It could be announced tomorrow. The Jets may have to face Leonard Fournette. And uh, Leonard Fournette didn't get to play under Joe Brady at LSU. But I'm sure they've got some LSU connection there. And he's going to be trying to get that LSU legend the ball. 877-337-6666. 877-337-6666. Playoff Lenny? Playoff Lenny could be loading to try and save the Bills' playoff challenge, uh, the Bills' playoff chances. Will the Jets be up to the challenge? I think they will be. I think their defense will be fine. It's not a question of the defense, really. It's what will this offense do differently? The Bills clearly are ready to do something different with their offense. They, they told the legend Ken Dorsey, you got to go. I bet you somebody picks him up. I bet you he has a job. Other than that, with the Knicks game, I did mention Quentin Grimes. I saw he was out. So Quentin Grimes exited the game with a bruised left hand. Um, Got to have eyes on that. They're saying RJ will come back, I think, Monday? No, that's old. I don't know when RJ's coming back. He's He's been out. So if you lose Grimes, RJ's out. The Knicks will have to keep figuring it out. But, yeah, that was a left-hand injury for Quentin Grimes. All right, back to the phones we go, man. Matt's in Connecticut. Matt, you're on the fan. Hey, Keith, how's it going? Um, so I just wanted to talk about Juan Soto a little bit. Apparently, there's a section of Yankee fans on Twitter that don't want Juan Soto, and it really <laughs> – it's honestly astonishing. But the only the only argument from their perspective – is that, oh, we don't want to get rid of the prospects uh, for only one year. Well, first of all, you trade them, you get a guarantee, you extend them immediately. And most teams' prospects don't even pan out. I mean, What if you win the World same... Series that year? Exactly. He already has a same... World Series ring. He, pr- he but, played pretty pretty well in the run to the World Series. But we, we had the same scenario when, when Andujar, Sanchez, Frazier, all those guys were coming up. All of them, other than Judge, were total crap. Yeah, enough with the prospects. So enough with the it, hugging prospects it, it, for yeah, what? Yeah, that's, that's what I was saying to these guys on Twitter. That if you, Th- This if is you a win-now team. Not, not to yeah, cut you off, Matt. These guys are over 30. Judge is over 30. Cole is over 30. Stanton's over exactly. 30. Rizzo's over 30. LeMayu's over 30. We're waiting for pa- prospects to pan out. This window is closing. Yeah. We have two years at best. Cole and Judge's prime is withering away. They're in their primes. You have you have you have some Yankee fans, and that's why, like you know, I remember people trying to say who's the voice of the Yankee fans on the fan. Nobody, nobody can be the voice of Yankee fans. There's too many dumb Yankee fans. There's too many Yankee fans. Yeah, we all all disagree. Let's agree to disagree. We all disagree on what the Yankees are, what they could be, what they should be doing. Uh, what you feel about Brian Cashman, what you feel like, no, there, there's too many Yankee fans for one person to be the voice. I mean, he's 25 years old. It's crazy. It's just nuts. I honestly, I, I just. <laughs> On this team, I, I, in that stadium, there's no argument to make to not go after Juan Soto. I don't, yeah, I can't entertain yeah. these people. 
Yeah, it's it's crazy. Because you want to see what Spencer Jones turns into? You don't want to give up the pitching prospects? Man, they gave up pitching prospects for Frankie Montas. Yep. And and they knew his arm was dead, too. That's that, too. And they still traded for him. Cashman said they, they, they were going for they, it. They were trying to win the World Series that year. No, but, 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 but their medicals, they knew he was hurt. His medicals were messed up. They, they but they took a chance. Anyway. They thought he could hold up. They thought wrong. Yeah. Yeah, that's the delusion of this franchise. But anyway, thanks for taking my call, Keith. Appreciate it. Thanks for the call, man. Eight, seven, seven. You guys know the number. The argument against Juan Soto, what are we talking about, bro? Juan Soto turned down $440 million. <laughs> Juan Soto is hilarious. Two years ago, I saw him win the Home Run Derby in L.A. He's a dog. And I know the Home Run Derby is in baseball. But the Washington Nationals offered him $440 million. He said, no, I'm good. I don't want to stay here. I don't want to even play here. And he had to fly from D.C. to L.A. And they wouldn't let him, they wouldn't fly him out. They wouldn't let him take the team plane. They, I don't even think, he had to get his own flight. Which, of course, he could afford. They're like, whatever, you don't, you don't want to take our money, you don't want to be here, we're not sending you out to L.A. So he, he takes his own flight, he gets there late, and then he proceeds to go on and win the home run derby. <laughs> like, he's different, bro. If you can get one, so, like, I don't even know why, but that's that's what I'm saying. That's what Yankee fans do. We fight each other. We hate each other. We hate the front office. We hate the team. And then we hate on like stupid little things like, bro, you, you've you needed a, another outfielder for multiple years. They had to turn IKF into an outfielder this year. Oswaldo Cabrera, who's a, a second-year player, uh, a career minor league infielder, they turned him into an outfielder. Jake Bowers into an outfielder. Get Juan Soto. And I, and I know we had a caller tonight that uh, – you know, suggested, you know, or no, it wasn't. I think, I think Brian Hoke had said that Juan Soto is not the best um, defensive player in the outfield, but he is an outfielder. I think with enough reps, he can play left field or put him in center. I don't know, man. I'm looking at that left-handed swing. I remember Memorial Day weekend, he came here with the Padres. He smacked one. I can hear John now. It is high. It is far. Second deck. What would what would John Sterling's call for Juan Soto be? I'm not clever enough to come up with that. I have to think of that. What would what would John Sterling's call be for uh, Juan Soto in his home run? Usually he takes something with the last name Soto. He'll probably you know, there's probably something to rhyme with Soto Yamamoto. There you go. Yankees got to get Juan Soto and Yamamoto. It rhymes. It has to happen. I'll come through with a freestyle Friday, and I'll wrap Yamamoto and Juan Soto. We're done. Ben is in Connecticut. Ben, you're on the fan. How's it going, Keith? First, uh, I just wanted to say what a pleasure it is to listen to you. It's almost like you combine the new school with the old school. Like, you you run sort of an old school show, but, you know, you're like a with it guy who, um, you know, for my generation, I'm a little younger than you, I feel like you bring us into the fan a little bit too. Yeah, thanks. I, I think what it is is, I mean, I, I am the youngest host. I am newer school, but I'm learning how to put together a radio show. I'm learning how to be a radio host. I haven't been at this as long as some of our other hosts. I'm working on my craft, so that's kind of what you're hearing. You're hearing someone that's come from podcasting and internet and live streams and 
uh, being an MC and a DJ and all these other things, you know, figuring out now how to deliver a good radio show. So thank you for that. You got it. You know, I think it's so important that we have someone who actually talks like a fan. And like, I can tell you're a real Yankee fan and that's what I'm calling about is I, I, as a Yankee fan, I, I find it almost offensive the way Brian Cashman condescends to the fans. Like, if you remember last offseason, I don't know if you ever listened to the fan last offseason, there were tons of Yankee calls all offseason about how we actually didn't feel we were prepared to have a good season at all. And we were right. And Cashman sort of condescends, like the fans don't know what we're talking about. But guess what? Like, we were right, and we called it. And, and now he wants to, like, talk like he's holier than thou. I, I was one of them. I, I you know, uh, shout out to Mikey C if he's listening. Mikey C brought up a tweet that I put out where I said I wasn't excited for the start of this season that we just went 82 and 80. I said this is the least excited I've been for a Yankee season in a while. I was scared because I'm like, they fumbled the bag with Judge, so they had to yep. overpay Judge, and then they come out and say we're not done, but in fact yep. they were after signing Carlos Rodon. And Rodon, I, I, I guess I was excited about Rodon because that's all you had to be excited about. Judge, been a Yankee, right? Um, you, yep. you had to get excited about Carlos Rodon, but I knew he was a question mark. Anybody coming into New York, specifically the Yankees, is a question mark. How are they going to process all of this? How are they going to handle all of this? And he didn't handle it well. Um, Ty, uh, Tommy Canely, I'm like, oh, I guess they're bringing Tommy back, but I'm over the second tour of duty. We, we saw it with Greg Allen this year. We saw it with Billy McKinney this year. It, yep. it doesn't go well. Um, and then, you know, re-signing Rizzo started off good, and he got concussed, and they ran him out there. So th- this year, they can't run it back. They can't, and, and luckily, they moved on from Aaron Hicks. They moved on from Josh Donaldson. But that was part of the reason we weren't excited last year because we were like, no, I don't want to see another Aaron Hicks at bat. No, Josh Donaldson has no business on this team. And they told you, shut up. We know better than you. We'll piss right. on your leg, tell you it's raining, and you'll go to the stadium and buy your chicken bucket and watch these <laughs> watch these guys lose series to the Royals and the Nats and all these other bum teams, and and you'll just you'll yep. you'll, you'll sing Frank on the way out with a loss. And and you know what? Unfortunately, I will because I'm a diehard fan, and like I'm a I'm a public school teacher, and 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 like I don't you know have tons of money like that, but I still go to the games because this is all I know, and I've been doing it since I was a little kid. Me too, so, bro. Me too. Of, of when I was when I was there, popped, but... when I was popped, I was scouring Tick Pick and uh, Vivid Seats and and uh, yep. whatever it was to find a five ten dollar ticket because I I get in the stadium and finesse. As long as I get in, I, I'm you find me everywhere. And this is way before anyone ever heard me speak on WFAN, and most of the time, I'm with the gang. I'm in 203 with the creatures. No matter what, yep. you know, no matter what ticket I got, I can get a standing room only ticket. You might find me in Legends. <laughs> exactly. No, it's a great point. And I guess, uh, you know, I just wanted to call and say that I appreciate it because I feel like you're kind of our, our voice for this. And it's just kind of like, I'm not saying I'm going to boycott the team. I'm still going to go to the games, but I just would appreciate some respect from the front office. And I feel like we haven't gotten it in a long time. And I, I feel like you're really calling that out, and uh, I wanted to say thank you for that, Keith. Thanks for the call, Ben. Um, I, I'll give Hal some credit. Hal said the fans didn't get anywhere near what they deserve. This is unacceptable. Having a winning record, it's not an accomplishment. It's a requirement. Hal acknowledged it. Cashman didn't. Cashman came out there and said, I think we're pretty effing good. I'm like, bro, this season sucked. Did you watch these games? I had a baby this year, and I told myself I wasn't going to the stadium. I still went to, like, 25 games. 
I used to go to 40, 45, 50 games a year. I still went to 25 games. There were so many games where I'm like, why did I leave my baby and my wife to drive up here 90 minutes in traffic to see them get no hit for six innings? Now I got to go to the fan. I'm mad. I got to talk about Jamison Tyone coming in here and shoving against us on Hawaiian shirt night. The bleacher creatures are all bright in our Hawaiian shirts, pissed off because we can't get a hit. We're looking at the lineup, and you guys know. You know what happened. I don't have that much time left. Let's break so I can get back to taking our calls. Oh, we got some people calling with the Juan Soto John Sterling home run call. Let's take this break, and we'll be right back. Thanks for coming out tonight. Could have been anywhere in the world, but you decided to be here with me. (laughs) Keith McPherson, your nighttime host, wrapping things up another 5-hour KM to AM. I got three calls to take before the back music plays, and then I got to try and drive home. Uh, traffic is building. I live three miles away, but right now it's saying it's going to take me 48 minutes to get there. Fun. <laughs> All right. Here we go. Billy is in Stanford, Connecticut. Billy, go for it. You're on the fan. What's up, Keith? How are you? I'm good. Thanks for calling. Uh, really quick on the Juan Soto thing. I want to talk about the Jets, but uh, really quick on the Juan Soto thing. Him being a good outfielder doesn't really matter when I saw Frankie Cordero in the outfield this year. So <laughs> Frenchy Cordero I, was out there. Billy McKinney. I don't, I don't really well, not Billy McKinney. He was a good outfielder. But, like, the, the cast of characters they rolled out there in left field, Juan Soto is, yeah. is an upgrade. And his bat, I can forget about a couple uh, pop-ups or, uh, you know, no-man's-land balls that fall in the shallow, shallow left. Exactly, yeah. Um, we talked about – we also talked about the Knicks a couple nights ago, and we talked about Randall, and uh, he actually had a good game tonight so so that was nice to see but he almost fumbled the game away he gets paid to have good games he can't he can't stink up the place you know the whole season he started off a little rough that's what he's supposed to do you know lead the way yeah um but my main point was about the Jets and um I saw this thing on Twitter it was comparing Simeon and uh and Zach Wilson and it was uh they both have the same amount of games started and Trevor Simeon has double the touchdowns more passing yards more um, less interceptions, a better win-loss record. Um, the last time he started uh, four games, he had 11 touchdowns, three interceptions. That was with the Saints two years ago. So I really don't know why he's not starting. I mean, it makes literally no but, sense to me. But does he have Zach's athleticism? Part. Does he have a cannon arm? No, but that doesn't matter if he's not <laughs> turning the ball over and not losing games. Like, losing games is, is what matters. You're trying to... Was he drafted number two overall? No, but I, I don't... Personally, I wouldn't care about that. But. <laughs> I, I'm, just, I'm, I'm being facetious. This, like, these are jokes because, yeah. I mm-hmm. mean, it, it's a shame that Zach Wilson has had as many starts in the NFL as Trevor Simeon. Thanks for the call, Billy. We know. Michael Fliegelman had a great show the other night. He was filling in for Big Mac, and he was he was pleading with you guys, trying to give you guys nothing but facts about Zach Wilson. He's a tortured Jets fan, and then he hit you with the Trevor Simeon facts versus Zach Wilson. He's like, what, like, they won't make the change when there's you know literal facts. Men lie, women lie, numbers don't. And the Jets can lie for Zach Wilson all they want, but there's no way that I actually believe that Tim Boyle or Trevor Simeon can't potentially be better. Dennis on Long Island, you're on the fan. Hey, Keith, how are you? I'm good. How are you? 
Not bad. Uh, no, I, I, uh, I told you call screener. I didn't, I, it, I didn't spend a lot of time on this. It, it, pretty much when you mentioned this, it just kind of came right just to let me. Just it, let it go. Let it, don't don't preface it with I didn't. We know you didn't spend a lot of time on it. I just mentioned it. Give us your Juan Soto home run call. Uh, for, uh, I, I could totally hear Sterling saying Han Soto. Han Soto, Star Wars reference. Thanks for that, Dennis. But you got to give us the whole, like, the full, like, uh, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Oh, a solo shot from Juan Soto. Han Soto? Uh, nah, that one's not going to work, Dennis. That's not going to do it, Dennis. Now I got to think of one before the show finishes. Soto. Uh, it's got to be something. I don't know. We need somebody Italian. What What does Soto rhyme with in Italian? Like, with a Giancarlo, non si monte barlo, something like that, he says. Frank is in Baldwin, New York. What's up, Frank? You got it. Okay. Take out your phone and take a photo. Rounding the bases is Juan Soto. Hey, there it is. You know, because when Judge was going for 60, 61, 62, everybody was taking photos, TikToks, reels. That's a good one. That's a good one, Thank Frank. Thank you, sir. Listen, uh, first off, I want to say you're great. I love listening to you because I work overnight. It's so good to put on at night, so thank you for that. Um, if the Jets run the table, will they win the division? Yeah, because they, they if, I mean, they've lost to the Patriots, but they have another game against the Patriots. They already beat the Bills. Other than that, they haven't played the Dolphins at all. So if they go take both games from the Bills, take both games from the Dolphins, take the last game from the Patriots, they win the division. And there it is. That's what we got to do. And the problem we have is the Daniel back, the Daniel Vogelback syndrome. Every time Wilson has a decent game, that guarantees two more starts. <laughs> the parallel with Daniel Vogelback is right there as well. Yup, Daniel Vogelback has one game where he, you know he's he's one for four with a homer. All right, he's in the lineup for the next two weeks. Yeah, it's sad. Listen, I just want to you know, wish you luck with the baby and all, and it's great listening to you and. A breath of fresh air, and you have a great night, and have a good holiday if I don't talk to you. Thank you, Frank. I'll be here. You'll hear me again, and I'm here for you. I'm I'm glad, man. I love the fact that people are at work. I'm at work, and I can entertain you to get like through your shift. Tom is in Yorktown. My last call of the night. Go for it, Tom. Hi, how you doing tonight? Listen, I just thought um, uh, John saying it's hi, it's far, it's gone. One hits one so. Totally got <laughs> so totally. one and one is also another play on words. That's a good one, Tom. So we got take out your phones and get a photo of Juan Soto. And you've got uh <laughs> what's the other one? Uh so Han Solo. Han so Juan Soto out of this world like Han Solo. I'm just gonna. I'll call. I'll call John tomorrow, and I'm gonna be like, "Hey, John, start working on the Juan Soto home run call." He's just gonna say, "Excuse me, what, Keith? What'd you say?" I'm say, "John, it's Keith from the fan. Get your Juan Soto calls ready. We got him. <laughs> Take a photo. It's Juan Soto." All right, that's all we got, man. If I can actually get home, they just started the Knicks Encore. So if I don't sit in traffic for an hour and I can get home, I can catch Gus Johnson and Wally Zerbiak on the call. All right. Thanks for listening. I know what I'll be doing while I'm in traffic. I'll be listening to C-Mac cook. I'll be listening to Big Mac serve you guys up with some takes and some thoughts, educate y'all, get y'all right, take your calls. 
get you in order, straighten you out. And he's not going to lie to you. He's not going to tell you Aaron Rodgers is coming back to save the day and that Zach Wilson is good. He's going to keep it real. I don't know what he's going to say about Brian Cashman, though. Stay tuned. Coming up next, I'm out of here. Sports Radio 101.9 FM. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. T-Mobile.com. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.